0: What's unique about flight care is we're entirely owned and operated by the hospital. Our hospital owns our FAA part 135 certificate. We own the aircraft. All of our crew works for the hospital. And in fact, it's become so unique. We're the last program of that kind in the state of California and probably one of less than a dozen or so in the country.
1: Life is complicated, but getting healthy doesn't have to be. Welcome to Enlo Medical Center's podcast, Health Matters. I'm your host, Daniela Contreras. Listen to experts and everyday people share real stories and resources to improve our health and well-being. Enlo Medical Center has offered air ambulance services since 1985. To date, the program has flown almost 7,000 hours, and just in 2022, it had 1,040 patient transports. FlightCare responds to emergencies 24 hours a day within a 75-mile radius of ENLO. It not only transports patients from remote areas and accident sites, but also between hospitals. Hello, everyone. I'm Daniela Contreras. I'm here with Jenny Humphries, Director of EMS and Chief Flight Nurse, to talk about this important program. Thank you so much for being here today, Jenny. Thank you for having me. It's nice to see you again. So nice to see you, too. Can you tell us a little bit more about Care? What are some of the benefits of having it here on our area?
0: sure of course i am probably a little bit biased but what having a program like flight care does for a community like ours is we live in this beautiful part of northern california however it can be a little isolated when it comes to either larger medical centers or even being outside of the chico area for recreation travel some people have homes you know in the mountainous communities surrounding us So flight care brings critical care and emergency transport to the patient and in a way that's quick and efficient and makes what is a larger rural area a lot smaller by being able to move quickly to patients and get them where they need to go
1: right that's awesome so what are some of the counties that we go to
0: well in our immediate response areas obviously here in butte county glenn county Tehama county calusa county i'm up into plumas county lassen county so really From here in Chico, for a 911 response, we go over into the Lake Almanor Basin to the west, out into the Mendocino National Forest. And north of us, you know, the Red Bluff, kind of southern Shasta County, northern Tehama County area, depending on the availability of the aircraft that are in running, And occasionally we get up into Trinity County as well, depending on what's going on with other aircraft in the region.
1: Wow. So it's really far. Yeah,
0: and that's just for 911 response. Now, we do move patients, a lot of patients, in between hospitals, and Mm -hmm. that range gets much larger, really from here to nearly the Oregon border. We take patients over to Reno, down to the San Francisco Bay Area, and so we cover a lot of ground as we're moving patients hospital to hospital.
1: Wow, that's amazing. So if someone needs flight care services, what can they expect? Well, it really depends on
0: the re- nature of the request. A nine one one call, the agencies, public safety agencies, work to get the closest available air resource to that patient. And so, depending on the location of your accident or illness, it will depend upon the particular helicopter that gets sent to you. Now, interfacility transfer, which is those patients that need to be moved hospital to hospital, of course, you can expect your physician at whatever hospital you're at to have the discussion with you about the need for helicopter transport, why that you need to be flown versus go by ground. And once that happens, then they, here at Inlo, obviously, when we're here and available, we take our patients out of the hospital. And oftentimes, we bring patients that are coming to Inlo as well. If you have a membership with us and you are at a hospital, even if it is out of the area, if we are available and if your doctor deems it's appropriate for you to wait, we can come and get you. If your doctor deems that it's more urgent and would you'd be better benefited by a closer aircraft, you may get another aircraft, but that's a discussion you have with your provider at the time of service.
1: Oh, wow. That's really good to know. And can you tell us how has Flight care helped during the several disasters that we've had here in the North State, like the campfire or the Oroville Dam spillway crisis?
0: We absolutely have had a role in mm-hmm. almost every disaster we've had here in Butte County. The Campfire, our role really was in those first hours, and that was flying burn patients as they were brought out of the Paradise what? area to UC Davis. Immediately, the Paradise area became really unflyable due to visibility mm-hmm. and smoke. And so, CAL FIRE did a great job of setting up an area at Butte College that, that was still nice. mm-hmm. well within our visibility limitations. And the ambulances brought the patients down to there, and the helicopters, us and others in the region, just rendezvoused there at Butte College so we could take patients down to. UC Davis. Oroville Dam was a little bit of a different Uh disaster. And so actually that particular evening, the concern was moving people out of the Oroville and Gridley area and almost every ground ambulance we had in the county and then some We're busy doing that. So we were actually able to staff our backup aircraft, which is the first time we've ever had two staffed at one time in program history. And so we helped move people out as another resource and a little quicker, obviously. And so we did move patients during the spillway incident just for evacuation purposes to another hospital.
1: Wow, that is amazing. I did not know that. That's very cool. So can you tell us a little bit about the crew? How many are there and what type of training do you guys receive?
0: Yeah, I mean, I am probably biased, but I love our flight crew. We staff our aircraft 365 days a year, 24 hours a day. And we do that with six pilots and five flight paramedics, seven flight nurses, and two mechanics who take turns being available for us 24 hours a day. And so with that, it is, if you think about it, a fairly small group of people to provide Mm -hmm. the amount of coverage that we do. And as far as additional training, there are minimum experience requirements for all of those positions, be them medical or aviation. For the medical crew side of things, there's advanced trauma courses, critical care, flight-specific certifications. And so we really spend quite a bit of time keeping a long list of additional required certifications current.
1: That's awesome. Can you tell us a little bit of what sets flight care apart from other Air Ambulance Services?
0: Sure. When the industry began, there was a lot more hospitals that had flight programs. And over the years, that model has shifted. So there's really several very large providers in the country Mm -hmm. that generally own and operate most of the air ambulances you see. What's unique about flight care is we're entirely owned and operated by the hospital. Our hospital owns our FAA 1.0 part 135 certificate we own the aircraft all of our crew works for the hospital and in fact it's become so unique we're the last program of that kind in the state of california and probably one of less than a dozen or so in the country
1: wow that's very special then yeah that's very nice and can you tell us what sort of equipment is in the helicopter sure it's
0: really um With critical care and emergency transport, our goal here at Flight Care, and I would say probably most providers, is to bring the hospital level of care out of the hospital so that if a patient does need to be moved hospital to hospital or when we pick them up Mm -hmm. at the scene of a 911 request, that they're getting the same level of care to the best that we can that they get in the hospital. Um, So we have ventilators, which breathes for patients if they're unable to do so on their own, Mm -hmm. cardiac monitors, so we're minute by minute monitoring blood pressure, pulse oximetry, heart rate, and rhythm, has pacing capabilities as well as defibrillation, IV pumps, and keep in mind our patient population is everything from neonates through the geriatric population and trauma, medical, and everything in between. And so we do have to have everything Uh on board that we would need immediately available to care Mm -hmm. for really any age patient and almost any medical complaint. So depending on what the patient's needs are, we can add on additional equipment that we don't always have on board on the daily, Uh which would be something like some of our cardiac assist devices, Impella. Uh Um, We can do ECMO, which is very simply put, a heart-lung bypass to get patients to a larger facility usually capable of transplant so on the daily we have the ventilator the cardiac monitor iv pumps a large bag of all sorts of medications and everything we need from the littlest patient through the adult and then we can adjunct that based upon the patient needs when we move really specific patient populations
1: wow that's awesome i had no idea that you could even add more stuff. With the permission
0: of our pilot, we can, and making (laughs) sure that it still fits within the weight limitations that the aircraft may have on a particular day, yes.
1: (laughs) That's great. Can you tell us a little bit about, uh, you were talking about we have a backup helicopter, so how many helicopters does Enlo have?
0: So we own two, we operate one, and so it's important with a service like ours, and because helicopters are machines and we use them, you know, over a thousand hours a year at this point is what our flight hours are on our primary aircraft. And so being able to have a backup aircraft means that we don't have an interruption in service to our community. So prior to having the backup, when it needed a big service, which they do, or an unplanned maintenance event occurred, then we would be out of service for however long it took to accomplish those things. So now with the backup aircraft, one with planned maintenance, we just know and can move into it as the other one goes into service, or into maintenance rather. And then if we have an unplanned maintenance event and with our mechanics being on call for us 24 hours a day, they facilitate that quick change. It usually takes us about 20 minutes or so to change into the backup Mm -hmm. aircraft and then we're right back into service. So it's really important for a community like ours when the next closest helicopters are Marysville and Reading Mm -hmm. um, up in Susanville also, but there isn't one close by. And so it's important that we maintain and continue to have service here for our own community.
1: Well, yeah, that's so true. And how often do we use this backup helicopter?
0: You know, last year, we did about 16 to 18% of our total patient volume in the backup aircraft. So it really does make a huge difference to have that available to us.
1: Yeah, and how expensive it is for the patient to use the services you
0: know it really is dependent i know air medical billing has made national news in the past few years and it certainly is an expensive operation as an operator to mm-hmm. you know operate and keep up helicopters and crews mm-hmm. and all the expenses that come with it the expense of the patient is really dependent upon their insurance coverage mm-hmm. and so it, there's many variations but we do offer a membership for those reasons because the last thing someone wants to worry about when they need the services of an air ambulance is the cost associated with that. Mm -hmm. And so that's why over the years, we've developed both ground and air membership. So what that means is for, I think it's $50 for a family, unless you're part of a group, and there's all kinds of information on our website about that. Mm -hmm. But then if you were to be flown by our program or one of the reciprocating programs, which there are actually quite a bit of coverage in the northwestern part of the united states then there isn't any out-of-pocket cost to you so what we would do is we'd bill your insurance mm-hmm. and any leftover you know is not the patient's responsibility and so it really is a good tool for a mm-hmm. fairly inexpensive cost to ensure that there is an associated out-of-pocket
1: for sure so it's definitely beneficial to sign up for a membership because you never know when you might it need is it. yeah can you speculate or do you know why has the program been busier in the recent years? You know, it's hard to say. It feels like ground
0: and air. We've just mm-hmm. been busier year over year. I do think some of it has to do with the regionalization of healthcare care because sometimes patients are having to go further for specialized care. Mm-hmm. In our area... The closest pediatric ICU is in Sacramento. And so yeah. from Oregon South, a lot of pediatric patients get moved to Sacramento for specialized pediatric care. And I think too, our you know the population has probably grown a little bit and people are hopefully out and about a little more, but it also, the smaller hospitals need a place to send their patients in ENLO as it has grown. Mm-hmm. And it is as ENLO has expanded its service lines, it makes it so that we're bringing a lot more patients back here to Chico. So I think it's a combination of things, but we certainly have gotten much busier over the last few years.
1: Yeah, it definitely sounds, feels like it. Yes. <laughs> Can you tell us how often do we respond or do you guys respond to remote areas?
0: You know, we live, even though Chico is a bustling, you know, <laughs> fairly large sized community now, we're surrounded as, as most people know by, you know, a lot of rural areas and so, of our call volume about you know 28% or so of that is originates from 911 calls and so a lot of those are in areas that are considered fairly remote so the utilization of the aircraft becomes important in shortening that time it takes to get mm-hmm. people to the hospital
1: wow that is amazing i can't imagine just being in like the park and then just having a th- it's amazing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you tell us a little bit more about the new helicopter, I understand that we need a new helicopter. Yes.
0: And I think a lot of people still maybe consider the one we're operating new, but it's been in service since February of 2015. And we have um, are just approaching 7,000 hours of flight hours on that. Wow. And so it has definitely been doing its work. Mm-hmm. And um, along with that, our A Star, which we've had since 2001, Airbus, the manufacturer, is no longer supporting that particular aircraft. So getting parts for it are becoming more difficult. And we've found that over the years, as, as we've advanced our clinical capability and practices, there's things that we can't necessarily do in the backup aircraft mm-hmm. that this slightly larger airframe allows for us to do. Mm-hmm. And so it is time to add another one to our fleet that better meets our needs and gives us one that's been working so hard for us for the last eight years a little bit of a break
1: (laughs) right so that means that the current backup helicopter will be sold or will Uh be get rid of
0: yep so we will find there is actually quite a large secondary market for those Mm -hmm. both in and out of the united states and so when we take delivery of the new one, then our current backup will go on to its next adventure, whatever yeah. that might be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. And how much will this new helicopter cost?
0: All in, because you purchase the aircraft from Airbus, and then there's another company, United Rotorcraft, that's going right. to do the whole air medical interior, because helicopters oh. don't come out of the factory ready right. to be an air ambulance, right? Correct. So for both of those, so all in, delivered for us, ready for service, will be right around the $5.5 million mark
1: wow that's amazing Mm -hmm. and when will this new helicopter take flight well we are
0: expecting it to be here in Chico with us by probably mid to end of March next year so it will arrive from France where it begins its journey in October of this year and then it gets completed at Airbus it will be moved to United Rotorcraft where they will complete the medical interior so it should come to us ready for patients probably March of next year
1: wow that's awesome so exciting it is Is there anything else that you would like to add, Jenny, that I didn't ask you?
0: For 38 years, we've been able to serve our communities and we hope to continue to do so for a long time to come. And none of that would be possible without the support of the communities that we serve. And so we really appreciate it.
1: Awesome. We appreciate all of you and all of what you guys do. So well, thank you. Thank you so much again for being here, Jenny. Thank you for having me. And thank you all for tuning in. If you want to learn more about FlightCare or sign up for the membership, visit www.enlo.org slash FlightCare. And if you want to help bring a new helicopter to Enlo or learn more about the project, visit www.enlo.org takeflight. See you next time on Health Matters. If you have a story you would like to share, let us know. Email us at healthmatters Let us know your thoughts about our podcast and what you want us to explore. We'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to Health Matters. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, give us a thumbs up or share it with someone who might benefit from the information. Health Matters is a production of Enloe Medical Center.